0: The show dedicated to the half demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christianson, and me, Kate Thompson. Yeah, yeah, we're back again, again, <laughs> as expected. <laughs> it's not—I uh, it, uh, treat it like you know we we leave people's lives every Wednesday. We months. enter their lives and then we leave their lives, and they're waiting for us to come. I
1: expect everyone to be re-listening to old episodes until new ones come out.
0: Wow! So that between. Yeah. Like through Thursday till the next for a whole week.
1: That's it. Yeah, having just, on repeat. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's a a big ask, I feel. That's what I <laughs> expect.
1: It's nice to see you on good the Zoom. Good to see you
0: too. It's good to see you on Zoom. Yeah. I mean, a spoiler for everybody, we are going to see each other in person today.
1: We're going to hang out with Hector and watch all the Shreks. <laughs> I can't remember if we talked
0: about that on Mike last episode. Did we not? I don't oh. remember. We're having a shrek uh, Yeah, we're having a shrek a um, I made snacks. <laughs> Hector Navarro has invited us over.
1: Well, Jessica made snacks, oh, and great. I helped, like, the least. I
0: helped have a snack a I'm going to pick up, I think, on the way, but I need a ride, so... We'll be talking afterwards. Oh, yeah. We could drive you. That's Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's we, no what, if this, what if this episode was just us logistically trying to... Yeah, out scheduling. How, Sorry, scheduling everyone. Sh- okay, trek-a-thon. we'll talk
1: about anything else. But go watch Shrek. <laughs> Th- yeah. Three was just so bad that I never watched four. Hector I, insists that it's good, and I look forward to seeing whether he's right. I'm sure he's right. He has I'm great taste. pretty
0: take. sure I've only seen the first two. I yeah. don't think I went beyond that, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So, well, it's going to be a whole new journey for me.
1: I'm so excited. I love to watch (laughs) fucking
0: movies. I love movies, too.
1: Yeah. This is a low pressure movie watching situation, too. It's not like if we're watching the first Shrek, I've seen the first Shrek 185 times. Like, I don't care if anyone talks over it.
0: So that's going to be fun. I like a low pressure where we can laugh. We can joke. Yes. While we're watching a movie that we all are familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm going to oh, be yeah. fine. Even if I've seen the other two, it's Shrek. I'm not going to hold it to very important. You know what? Real quick, a, shwe- a Shrek thought that I had
1: yeah. recently. Yeah.
0: When I was looking at the time, like uh, like how long this would be a shrek of Thought, I was like, this is pretty, they're consistently keeping each of those movies like an hour and 30, like six minutes. Yeah. I got to hand it to them because nowadays everybody's just That's the absolute longest
1: movie. a movie should be. Jessica's like (laughs) ninety minutes or less. Like she doesn't want to be in a movie for a long time.
0: You gotta you have to really prove to me if you're making me sit for three hours, your movie better have some depth to it. If it's just that being said, I'll
1: watch we just did another rewatch of
0: Lord of the Rings. That's but I think that one you could argue. Lord of the Rings is a great comfort. It's using it's using the like and it has a reason for it being
1: long. We watched the extended guys.
0: Oh wow. I've watched them. I can't, I watched them once. Yeah. Cool. Awesome, everybody. Okay. okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about our comic uh, <laughs> books. <laughs> well, we're in. That's how we get in. We talk Hell about yeah. current affairs, which we is a and not Russia <laughs> and Ukraine.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to think about it with this one because so much of it centers on
0: Russia. Like, yeah. Russia. Yeah. So that's true. And that yeah. means, uh, we are reading and discussing today. Or what we've read and we're discussing is the Abe Sabian, the Abyssal. Is that how you say it? Abyssal? Abyssal. abyssal, like an abyss, like a yes. deep,
1: dark abyss. Abyssal plane.
0: The Abyssal plane, yeah, um, which is a two-issue um, of Abe Sabian. But I'll let you, uh, I'll let you read some credits for us and give us some, Hell a, yeah. a brief synopsis. We'll discuss some covers and then we'll we'll share our thoughts.
1: Yeah. So uh, Abyssal Plane, uh, written by Mike Mignola and John Arcudi. Illustrated by Peter uh, Snyberg, I believe is how you say it. Don't Mm -hmm. kill me. If if anybody knows exactly how to say it, (laughs) let me know. He's got, sprinkles some J's in there uh, because he's from Denmark, I think. Illustrated by Peter Snyberg. Colored by Dave Stewart, lettered by Clem Robbins, edited by Scott Alley. And it was originally published back uh, in June and July of 2010.
0: And there was two covers that were done um, by Dave Johnson. And then there's a variant, of course, by Peter. But let's look at the Dave Johnson ones first. They're very cool. I love them. Yeah. I think the highlight of this story is really all the art that accompanies this.
1: I mean, the art, I I think Peter... Snyberg did, like, such an excellent job. Everything is so clean yeah, and, like, beautiful. Like, his proportion, his, like, anatomy is really good and, like, like approachable and, like, not, like, cartoonish at all. Cartoonish is not the right word, but it's, like, stylized enough and not, like, so realistic it's like such a nice balance for a comic for a comic book artist i think he's so awesome yeah
0: i would i would i could uh, there's an argument to be made that anybody that is like in the real world physically attracted to abe sabian if they found it in <laughs> these, pa- and- they found it in these pages <laughs> they saw these pages that peter drew of abe sabian they're like he is so wow pretty. he's cute because <laughs> he's like like I think it's the part of what you just said—that cleanness—but the way he does Abe, I'm like he's like he has this very like we know him sort of like has seen the shit now. This yeah. is, of course, in the 80s, and he's a very he has a very youthful body, and his eyes have a glow to them that he's like, you know, like, see, I i would easily be attracted to him. He
1: does look, like, <laughs> younger, yeah. And, oh, I just love, like, his, his, like, sense of light. He uses a lot of, like, uh, kind of like Mignola in a way where it's, like, big, strong areas of complete blackness. Like, not a ton of, like, hatching or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it makes for these like really bold looking panels and just like sh- kind of showing off his anatomy. Like you can just tell he's like does a ton of life drawing and stuff like that. Like his proportions are great. I love the art in this. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. And we'll get back to the art. Let's talk about Dave Johnson. Real quick, his his yes uh, yes because yes, I the got this off. I wanted to talk about Young Ave Sabian's body and be gross. <laughs> oh yes, because uh, yeah. the first cover is like this cool like split. It's like split by a uh, the sub like at an angle.
1: Yeah, like complete diagonal breaking of the page, and then some like bubbles. There's some stylized bubbles from the crack in the hull that come up and have the sickle and hammer in there (laughs) that like break it up into like you have this on the left side Abe with an awesome like kind of Mignola-y sort of a carving in the background of like a stone
0: carving. Because even this Abe on the cover that Dave Johnson feels like the older Abe that we know. Yeah. That we are more familiar with. Yeah. Not this 1980s. like hunk
1: is this like am I this almost looks the cover these two stylized covers remind me of like old Bond movie posters or something like that
0: that's a great yes I think you're 100% right
1: because the second one too you have this close-up I mean this reminds me of Venture Brothers which is also like kind of recalling some of that like old spy movie stuff the but the close-up of the skull really hits me like oh this reminds me of Venture Brothers which was yeah anyway Totally. It has this great, like, graphic skull image where that's, like, flat. When, when I say graphic is what I mean. It's not, like, a 3D-looking skull. It's a very cool, like, stylized skull. And then the eye cavity has this great image of Abe floating in the water mm-hmm. with this, like, black, or excuse me, with the red against the mm-hmm. black skull with, like, a teardrop, which goes down to the sickle and hammer which is like just re- like calling the uh, like Russianness of it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm yeah. with you in there. And I think I think uh, the James Bond and Venture Brothers is great because James Bond has like a lot of times those old like 70s posters. I'm feeling like the Roger Moore's very much were very like they're probably a little more busy than these, but they have like where the he's like pointing or looking forward and there's like sort of a target design in it. You know what I mean? Sort of calling back to the classic uh, openings to James Bond movies. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. And then
1: the variant of the first one's cool too. Yeah. I like that one too.
0: This is where like Peter Peter gets to really showcase his, his young, his young, hunky Abe Sabian <laughs> <cover>. <laughs>
1: You're in love with him. How could you not be is what I'm He's saying. gorgeous. <laughs> his gorgeous green <laughs> complexion.
0: What are these... This this big fish these seas that has that glowing thing. I feel like I was introduced to them first, really, in Finding Nemo. Like an
1: angler anglerfish <laughs> or a football fish. Uh, I've heard them called. Yeah, they have this cool like bioluminescent. I don't know. <laughs> fucking probiscus. What do you call they it? They got a
0: lamp on their head. Yeah, so
1: like <laughs> other fish are like, yum, that looks like a bug, and swim up close to them, and then they eat them. But they're so cool and scary looking, and they look like so monstrous, even though they're real. But it has like this great thing of like this great sense of depth and darkness uh, on that cover. Super strong, dark areas for the shadows in that one. Real fun.
0: Yeah, I like the the one light source is the fish's organic light. And I think that's a really cool choice for that cover. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Very cool strong covers for a, a good story. Let's let's uh, get into it. tell us, yeah. tell us what happens in this book.
1: Well, we open up with Yosef. He's a uh like a Russian. It, 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 I guess he was in the military and now he's like uh employed by the Russian equivalent of the BPRD, the like secret science division. I I, yeah. fuck, I can't remember what Sorry. Get to it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so yeah, he's writing a letter to his wife. That's kind of like, yeah, this paper's gonna turn into mush before you get to read it because this chamber is about to get flooded. But I, what you know, I have some like idea that somebody's gonna rescue me. I, I can't accept that I'm gonna die. And he's guarding this box. We don't know what's in the box quite yet. Although it says Melchior's Perchinet, which is Mm -hmm. just a, a very, it's like a specific kind of combat helmet from, like, a Renaissance-era combat helmet. And then, uh, yeah, so we know he's guarding that. And then, uh, yeah, the the chamber starts leaking, water seeping in. And then he has this vision of his wife as a mermaid. And uh, everything has gone from, like, pitch black. Like, the lights have gone out in his chamber. But then suddenly everything goes white. And his mermaid wife appears and kisses him. And that seems to be his... Death, you know, when you're watching, it's like yeah. I've heard like when you're drowning, uh-huh. like it's stuff like like when you like when your brain's losing oxygen, you can have like a euphoric feeling. Oh, so like drowning apparently, although I'm sure it is horrific as a way to die, but apparently at the very end you feel some sense of euphoria as your fucking brain cells croak or whatever. Cool. So that's what it made me think. But <laughs> It was I thought it was like a but a more like beautiful version uh, where it's like, yeah. He gets yeah. to kind of say goodbye to his wife in his mind.
0: Yeah, it's, I guess that would, uh, I mean, there's an argument to me that, that that's what like people see like a tunnel at the end. It's yeah. Just, just your brain cells dying. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Take that, um, legend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then we cut to August 1984. We see like a little ship with Abe at the front and he's talking to a BPRD agent, an American BPRD agent. Sal Tasso and Sal's just kind of like bitching about being on the ship. He's like, This captain's a nut job, <laughs> like you know, stuff like that. And he's like, I don't even really believe in you know, uh, supernatural stuff. And Abe immediately like recalls back to when he was in that town that was like possessed by those, de- like the yeah. demons. I forget what story it was, but the it,
0: drowning, it,
1: the drowning, yeah, the yeah. drowning. Um, so he sees like visions of that.
0: It's like he literally, he's like, My first mission on the field proved that that all it was all real yeah yeah
1: so abe's you know total believer and then yeah sal's kind of like look at this fucking nut job i love that shot where he's like waving to the captain the captain's like happily gleefully waving back <laughs>
0: yeah he's kind of being a real jerk like he's just a yeah goofy Sal's captain. just
1: like yeah sal's just complaining he doesn't want to be there he wants to go back to the states he's like bummed that he's been assigned to be in Europe, I guess. And he's like, "Yeah, who really cares about this helmet?" Abe tells him about M- Melchior going into this battle for Pope Clement where it formed to defeat the Holy Roman Empire w- where they were going to lose. It was like by all rights they should have lost, but Melchior fought his ass off and killed a ton of people and they actually won even though he was like had all these like mortal wounds or whatever. And then when he leaves the battlefield, he takes off the helmet and he finally dies. So there's like, oh, this helmet has some sort of magical properties. The Nazis want it. <laughs> Therefore, the Nazis want it. <laughs> and they get it for World War II. And then the Russians seize it after that for the, oh, for Kremlin's uh, special science service in 1946. And we see like this cool big room full of like artifacts from all over the world that they've seized that we've seen in like, uh, like BPRD 1946 and yeah. stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's very reminiscent of, too, of, like, Indiana Jones and things like
1: that. Yeah, like a big giant, like, you know, there's, like, (laughs) something that looks sort of like a fucking uh, UFO uh, kind of flying saucer sort of a situation. Got, like, an Easter Island head and, like, a sarcophagus, (laughs) Egyptian sarcophagus, all kinds of fun shit. So that's, like, yeah, that gets placed in there. The captain comes out. He's, like, this great colorful cap sea captain and he's uh yeah he's like having fun he's like <laughs> guess what we're here Abe goes down I love this little panel of this is the abyssal plane it's like the sea floor but there's like sediment on the bottom so it's super flat. Yeah. And you see like just kind of little scuttling crabs and we see one of the little anglerfish with the glowing little thing. And then Abe's swimming down he's got like he's got a um like a welding so like a fucking blowtorch yeah that's fun
0: yeah it's cool he just un- he just completely opens that hatch right yeah.
1: up yeah <laughs> opens up the rusty hatch of this uh sunken soviet submarine and then a crazy creepy panel of the crew who must have been either in that chamber or gathered around that cha- uh, like i don't know around that like porthole or whatever they come like pouring out like a f- evil champagne popping out of this thing. You know? <laughs>
0: evil champagne. And
1: you see them kind of floating. Abe is really scared at first. He's like, ah, oh, he thinks he's going to have to fight zombies, but they're just dead. And so he's like, okay, that's, you know, better than having to fight them. I really like how he looks, especially down here, like in this page, they're sort of like stylized, a little like simplified face of his, yeah. but to show like this really strong singular light source. Now this time it's the flashlight on his chest. And then yeah, he keeps going in further. He's just relieved that he doesn't have to fight these guys like ghouls, basically like undead Soviet soldiers and shit. That would be the um, worst
0: to fight zombies yeah. in underwater.
1: <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, on the surface, the captain is telling Sal like, "Yeah, we're gonna be out of here real quick." Abe keeps going. He finally gets to that last chamber. We see Yosef, uh, the the Soviet sailor that we saw in the beginning and we see his pen floating in the foreground with like the shards of paper that are left, I would assume. And he's just floating there. His body's floating there. I was like, as I was reading this, the only thing that I was like, Oh, they took like some license in how deteriorated these bodies would be. I feel like if you were underwater underwater, Maybe the the submarine was sealed or something like that. Right. So maybe they weren't, like, eaten by crabs or something. But you'd be, like, bloated. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, I tried to Google body.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I know.
1: I was like, uh, do I need to see this? Do I need to know?
0: I don't want to see it. I, take yeah. liberties. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, he's I think too, he is supposed to be magically still alive.
1: Right, especially like to yeah. a degree, right? He looks even less ghoulish than the other guy. Like the other guys yeah. at least like maybe their like cheeks are worn away, you can like see exposed teeth through the side of their face. Like they're mm-hmm. they're more deteriorated than Yosef because this thing I, I think Sal puts it later Who's like, it's got like life magic rays that are coming off of it. You know, like, <laughs> Yeah. I love Sal as a as a like as us, as the readers, the dummies.
0: Yeah, he's like, and he's also, he's like, uh, he's he's like a grumpy version of the reader. Yes. <laughs> like, well, he's there to skeptical. be like,
1: yeah, he's he's the most like hole picking kind of a reader. Where all oh, like the like they get to like inject that reader, like the picky reader, right into the story. Yes. And be the little stick in the mud, so that <laughs> Abe can literally go relax. Like we're you know. And tell him to chill out, which is fun. I like this little detail of the of his scales, Abe's scales on his arms and in that panel where he's, like, untying the box.
0: Yeah, I love when they just took those little touches.
1: Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, he's he's basically, like, pitying Yosef. He's like, oh, you did your job. I hope you found peace. You died down here. It sucks. He comes back up with the burgeonette in the box, and he's like, yeah, we're out of here. He puts it in a safe. It looks really cool. <laughs> I like it. It looks creepy. You know, it's got like these, it's got like jaws and it's got like four eyes and a cre- kind of a creepy little human mouth on the top. Yeah,
0: it's it's nasty.
1: It's an eerie looking little thing. I like thing. it. And yeah, so um, the captain, instead of leaving immediately like Abe wanted, is sending down one of his crew members, uh, this guy, Adam, sending him down in a scuba suit to like try to salvage some other stuff from the ship Abe's like hey i said get the fuck out of here it <laughs> gets like really mad
0: that was he my only really bit. pissed
1: <laughs> he's like we gotta go and the captain's kind of makes a really good point i think where he's like hey i you know we tried to find this wreckage a couple times we couldn't find it we didn't get paid for that and you know we're kind of struggling we need to go salvage other stuff we're here already anyway and then while they're having this argument Adam in the suit is like, hey, look behind you, keeps like screaming into this like microphone that's this, in the suit.
0: And this guy just left to dangle in the air in a giant yeah. suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's just waiting to go down. And then they look over and um, Yosef will find out, but like, you know, a zombie basically has come onto the deck.
0: <laughs> so gross. This is a really. Uh, this, when I turned the page on this, it was it's like. A nauseating Whoa. zombie.
1: Because I. This made me think of, too, okay, so my friend Jenny, when we were kids, had a a below-ground pool, Mm -hmm. and her dad would always have us, like, help clean it, you know, like, every year you have to clean it out, and, like, there would be all, like, whatever, nasty shit in there, and the one year, like, a little bunny had gotten into the pool and had, like, died in there, so we kind of scoop it out with the skimmer and, like put it down on the concrete around the pool and it's fucking skin just like slid off. Like, uh, sorry, this is kind of gross, but that's,
0: but that's what this looks like.
1: But that's what this drawing is so nasty. That's immediately what I'm like. The skin is like sagging off like a fucking loose shirt and like hanging on by a thread. It's so like, it's really gross. This drawing is gross. And I think that it's that Peter is able to achieve this because his, Anatomy is so good.
0: Right. Cuz he knows where to like stretch.
1: Right. He knows where to have it be sagging and like cuz like otherwise you know it it looks exaggerated. It's it's like exaggerated just the right amount, you know, to make it still look real enough to make you be like Bleh. the guts are like hanging in by the like whatever the that like sack that your guts are held in by I forget what it's called.
0: (laughs) I don't know what that thing is, but it's. Pariformis
1: or some shit.
0: Wildest part of a body to watch, like, bulge out.
1: (laughs) Hold on, man. (laughs) Sorry, I know this is not important. Peritoneal sac? That's gotta be it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so his guts are. Anyway, his guts are, like, barely contained. It scares the shit out of everybody because it's so gross and creepy. The captain is like his eyeballs are bugging out. Abe almost looks like he already looks like he's like, oh no. Like he's <laughs> he's less like afraid and more like, fuck, like I thought we avoided fighting dead guys right now. Yeah. Ugh. Sal immediately takes his going for his gun, but then it cuts to um a new like Russian cruiser, like military cruiser. And you have like Russian officers talking on the ship talking about how they're going to go find the Mm burgeonette for themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's like a quick, real quick page. Just cut away to these and then cut back.
1: To kind of, like, make a little bit more stakes and make it like, we got to get the hell out of here, not just because there's zombies, but there's also modern Russian military coming to get us. Right. I love the captain running away, like, (laughs) Just immediately (laughs) out. Holy Christ. Sal's like, everybody back, unloads a couple rounds into... Yosef who doesn't even like doesn't even register like his he just yeah he's got this he's able to have like a a facial expression just because his like skin is sagging so much it almost looks like he's like nonchalant or something
0: yeah
1: (laughs) and then the sack rips and his guts fall out all over and it's just disgusting but the he doesn't do anything like the zombie is not like attacking or even really reacting sal tosses his cookies all over the fucking deck because it's (laughs) just like how could you not yeah oh
0: i mean it's Um, crazy that abe's just like yeah whatever part of the job
1: yeah i mean abe's like abe does have his like lip curls a little bit like he's like ugh. Like, he doesn't love that he saw that, but he, like, you know, it has more composure than Sal, who's, like, never seen anything like yeah. this before. This is a great panel with the captain running away. Adam's still up there in the suit, in the scuba <laughs> suit. And then Abe recognizes Yosef. That's the important thing, really, in this panel. Yosef starts climbing and heading up towards the area where Abe had, like, locked up the burgeonette. And then it cuts back to the modern Russian military cruiser and the like captain here is talking to one of his officers talking about like, Oh, kind of like, why did you join the, this squad? And he, the officer recalls being a kid and seeing a ghost. And he's talking about like his heart pounded out of his chest and the captain says, Oh, that must've been terrifying. The officer says, yes. And if there's any hope for me recapturing that feeling, It's with the special sciences. And he's, like, smiling. He, like, wants to see this shit.
0: Yeah, and I'm very curious if this is going to be a character that will return. Because this is quite an introduction to some character if it's just for two issues.
1: I guess, too, it's showing you, like, not everybody is, like, has their arm twisted to have to join the special uh, sciences. Some people are, like, freaks and want to, you know, get the
0: shit scared out of them. Similar to, like, I think, like, we have our brooms who are, like, very fascinated by it, find good use to it, or trying to better the world for it. This seems like a person of, like, who knows what they would actually, uh, beyond their own titillation of experiencing it, what are they really going to do with it?
1: (laughs) Right, like, how are you going to use this power? Why are you going for the burgeonette? All that stuff. Yeah. I also love in this flashback panel, you have him as a scared kid hiding behind... This, like, I guess that's what, like, an Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, like, cross with the extra little thing. I don't know too much about this, clearly. I don't know
0: about that either. And
1: then also, the woman, it's like, she has, like, a veil, like, a bridal veil, almost. And there's a ring on her right ring finger. And I was like, I bet that's how they do it in Russia. I had to Google it. Because I, I was like, there's no way this was, like, a mistake. This guy is so, like... Peter Snayberg's uh, attention to detail is so impeccable. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's like how they do it in parts of Russia or like parts uh, of Eastern Europe. They do it on the right hand instead of the left hand. Well, and go. so I was like, wow, this guy is just crushing it. his time. Just, the art is so fucking awesome. in this it
0: was, I love it. I'm with you. Oh. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So back on the ship with Abe <laughs> and Sal watching Yosef looking at the safe where the helmet is being kept. Sal's like, hey, that thing's gross. It's a zombie. We should kill it. And Abe's like, yeah, well, we're the fucking paranormal research and defense research buddy. So we're (laughs) going to just observe it for a little bit. Yeah. So that's kind of it. But the crew and the captain have come with like a harpoon an axe you know they're like ready to kill this thing yeah they're like we're gonna kill this monster abe's like hey captain he kind of is like poking fun at the captain a little bit abe's kind of a fucking smart ass in this one yeah he's young and shitty (laughs) yeah yeah he's like okay we're keep like we're gonna just hang out here Hey, you're the one who wanted to, like, hang out, right? Or or whatever. (laughs) And now this captain is like, yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here. You know, this thing's raising the dead. And we're floating over a regular cemetery. Or have you forgotten? And it's, like, (laughs) this great panel of, like, the captain's, like, manic face screaming. And this, (laughs) like, imagined scenario... Where zombies are overtaking their crew and, like, killing everybody.
0: <laughs> it's a great flash. To it's a with. great
1: way to have this panel without having the without having the shit go down. Like, yeah. without derailing your story. You just show the, what the captain's afraid is going to happen. And I
0: like the yellow hue that Dave Stewart yeah. puts over it, so it makes it very clear that it is.
1: Yeah, it's separate from the rest of the, yeah. I love that. It's great. Yeah, and so, and then meanwhile, one of the crew is like, hey, captain, we just got a hail from a Navy cruiser, Soviet Navy. And everybody's like, oh, fuck. Then we have a real, like, long, I like, a slightly longer flashback of Yosef's initially, like, his, like, um, being... He's, like, in the special science services, but he gets, like, recruited for this special job by none other than Vavara. Vavara. Yeah. You have a little demon in a kid's body. (laughs) She's doing, like, a cat's cradle thing, and she has Yosef take it, like, carefully take it in his own hands. And which is, like, you think is just, like, a bit of, like, fun for this demon to be like, I'm a little kid. But then it's also to be like, okay, you're dexterous and strong. You can handle this mission. Like her kind of like a test to see how he's going to do. Yeah. She knows that he wants to be, have like leave for his wife's birthday, but she's like, no, you got to do this mission. And then she skips off and sings this kind of a creepy song.
0: Oh Gosh.
1: And there he is with the cat's cradle still in his hands. He's literally and figuratively tied up. He can't. You know, he can't leave. He has to perform this duty. Cuts back to his zombie staring at the safe where the helmet's being kept. Abe's sort of like just explaining that, you know, look, he's not he's not a a threat. He's just doing his job. And, you know, they're sort of arguing because like the Soviet Navy is going to like chase them down. And they're in a cruiser, so they'll catch this, like, kind of rinky-dink ship that they're on. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts back to another flashback of Yosef telling his wife that through, through like, chain-link, or not, like, chain-link fence, but through, like, a grid, like a metal fence, that he's like, hey, I, I just got to go do this one more mission, and then I'll be back, I promise. Yeah,
0: she knows it's, it's not true.
1: Yeah, it's really sad. He already has a scar. You can assume that that's, like, a... a Like, he's already fought in the war. He already did his, you know, his duty, basically. Mm -hmm. He should just be able to leave, but he has to do one more mission. And, of course, it's the mission where he fucking dies. Then it cuts back to the ship sailing away that Abe's on. This great uh, panel of the captain with a frown. (laughs) Like, this long frown. It's so, so good.
0: He's like, I stayed along. He's like, he wanted to stay longer, but they didn't want him to. Then they wanted to leave. He wanted to leave faster because they were... Thought they were gonna get zombie attacks. They said you can't yeah. leave faster, and yeah. now they finally left with nothing. And he is, and they've left the thing they went out there for, which right. we'll find out. Yeah, so he's he basically just such he's a sower. Yeah,
1: yeah. And he's like, yeah. So he's like, yeah. You took a lot away from him right now. Like we even left the helmet for the Ruskies. If so, so I wouldn't worry too much about it, Sal. I radioed the Vatican with all the details, and they're gonna pressure the Kremlin into handing it over. <laughs> I guess. So all yeah. you know, whatever. And then it cuts to the cruiser anchored over the wreckage of the sub and a uh, nut job uh officer going down there with like the biggest <laughs> smile on his face and he's going to go collect it. But we see Yosef down there now like holding the burgeonette close to his chest, like super close. So I wonder if he'll like defend it more, I don't know, defend it more violently or something?
0: Yeah, it leaves us a little with a pretty big question mark.
1: <laughs> well, I guess what it really is doing is like, okay, so this... Soviet officer is going to get everything that he wanted because he's about to see a a zombie. Right. He's going to have a lot of fun seeing a reanimated or whatever, never never unanimated dead guy with the, guarding this thing. And then ultimately, the BPRD will get it by I don't know, pressuring, having the Pope pressure
0: them. Uh, or the Pope in their pocket.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I I don't know. Yeah. To like I give know. it back to them. I mean. So that, yeah, that's the end.
0: The end. <laughs> I mean, I think this, okay, any thoughts, any initial thoughts that you like? What do you think about the story? What do you think?
1: I mean, the art really just kept me going the whole time. I think there was, like, enough fun stuff with the captain, too. Like, the side characters really shined for me in this one. The captain and Sal I thought were really great. Cool. Yeah, and the, and kind of seeing the flashback, you get like this nice human story of somebody from secret services or whatever the fuck, secret sciences. Yeah. What about you? I can tell you don't like it.
0: I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It. it,
1: it you don't have it, to love it. No, I don't love
0: it, and I'm not. Yeah. Like, but it's not like bad enough to be like, well, fuck this, fuck this. Yeah. I love the art with you. I think the art is stellar. I think. Yeah. I think overall the pacing with the art is good. I think it gets a little it – it it's a little it feels slow. It's really weird to say about a pacing because it's a comic book and you sort of are in control of the pacing, but I think also the artist and then they pace it out.
1: I think so too. I think it's like – it must be like a balance thing of like how many pages you have to write. Like it's like, oh, I have an extra page that I – you know, that we st- – need to fill and i don't really have anything let's do whatever let's do like another panel of flashback or another page of abe looking at yosef basically like i guess like it could move faster it
0: maybe didn't have to be two parts yeah um, but i mean i don't i don't want to strip it 100 percent of its its elements
1: i don't mind at all just because i, th- I think the art really keeps me going throughout the whole thing but, yeah, I think it definitely – I agree with you. It could be, like, maybe edited down
0: to be shorter. or Believe yeah. it as it is. I'm just going to yeah. tell you how I think about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I like the connection to Vivara. I think that is a very fun thing to reveal. Yeah. Um, That gets us part of the bigger story of the BPRD that we – as we know it. I get ex- – I'm just very curious if there will be these care- – this new Russian because it has – like, I like – Okay. I do like this reverse sort of like fairy tale about Yusef because a lot of these stories where somebody's like stuck in this sort of like trap, it feels like it's for romantic reasons, right? It's like because they're keeping somebody safe or if they don't stay here, like the love the one they love will die. You know what I mean? Those sort of romantic sort of stories you hear. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like mythologies where it's like, Oh my god, they sacrificed this, but it's because for a great love this okay yeah I like this is sort of a warped version of those those I can't think of what but he's he's trapped because in a sense Vivara just trapped him and just yeah has forced him to hold on to this thing I do find it a little bit interesting that that maybe that's a Russian culture thing is it of like duty putting duty before all that shit I
1: guess maybe more <laughs> of a
0: military thing military, more than yeah.
1: anything yeah where it's like okay you have to put your your duty and honor before whatever personal Small personal gain or yeah, family or whatever.
0: So I find all of that interesting. I think it's where it becomes a little muddy for me is the new the new Russian the new Russians showing up. It, yeah, yeah. Like I get that it's like a device that they're just to push the it, the Abe and the BPRD crew and the chip quicken it and yeah, bur- give us a burst of like stakes, but like yeah, he's a creep, but I just end with him being excited, and I don't understand. Yeah, he's not even,
1: like, bad, necessarily. It's like, is that a worse reason for being in the yeah. secret sciences service? Like, who who cares? Like, if he, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's like, Hellboy probably gets his kicks out of seeing old, like, you know, fan, like, helping or whatever with that kind of shit. It's probably cool to see, I don't know. And Abe, too. Abe's supposed to be this character who's, like, loves to do his homework and, like, read about this stuff and do research like that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, not... I guess, like, at first he is worried that he's going to have to fight zombies and he's, like, that's what makes him worried. And then when he sees that they're not... that the zombie is not, like, aggressive he's like happy because he gets to do research about it or something. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's looking at different people's reasons for doing this kind of shit. Yeah. You that know. makes total sense. I guess so.
0: That I mean, that that's a very clear idea of how this lays out. I just, it just left me with more like, Hmm. Versus like, Oh, that's, right, right. that's fascinating. Yeah. Cause like, I think if you pulled that Russian line, that, that thread out, the story wouldn't change very much to me. And I mean, just I the new agree. Russian. Yeah. That's the only yeah. thing that's bumping me is like, yeah, I think I agree. Cool, but what, like, I, I want to see him. Like, I, I'm even asking for a little bit more. I'm like, what is he? What is it? What is there an obstacle even there for him? Or would this adventure change him? Or like, I get, we get in his smile, but I'm like, are they just going to pull Yusef out? And Yeah, I I, I got I got the impression that at
1: the end that officer is gonna see a zombie. He's gonna be like, "That was awesome." He's gonna get the helmet, (laughs) and like, they'll still the Russians will get the helmet, and then the Pope will pressure them into giving it back to the BPRD.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's a little like let's tie it up real quick at the end, and it, it leaves me a little like,
1: "Oh, okay." Yeah. It's kind of just
0: like a little thing. It, I'm lukewarm with it. Yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, the art is great. I do love the backstory of the helmet. And, yeah. like, I think you were right. I really love how creepy the helmet is because especially in the back, the flashbacks of the helmet, that one image of milky like, you before he dies leaving the battle yeah and his head's leaned over but the helmets didn't design in a way that you just look at this it looks like a creepy face, face. Yeah. i love that i think that's so cool yeah i guess I, I i don't want to talk in circles i just wanted like is that such a if that actually is a very powerful helmet i don't get why it's just like cool well We'll get it back anyway because of the Pope. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, I wanted them to, like, the flashback. I know I'm hi- harping on this because I think it's a fine story. This, like, the flashback after meeting Vivara, just to see the wife and the sadness of that. It's like, yes, but it doesn't really add anything to his, like, why is he trapped? Is it just because of, is it just because yeah, of duty?
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he didn't really do anything to deserve it. It's like it, it's like he died in the line of duty and he's still even after his death he's still performing it. I yeah, I
0: don't know. I need the I need that and the new Russian thread to like it feel those two just connect feel or connect or incomplete. It just feels it feels like a fun thing that feels a little incomplete. I think that's the that only thing bothering me. Yeah, yeah. But the art is the art is redeems most of it, a hundred percent. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> And it's fun that they just introduced this really funny, like, 80s. Definitely it feels like an 80s action hero, like, on a BPRD mission with Sal. Yeah. Like, it's Tango and Cash, but. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or Cobra. And and even
1: just Sal's design, he's got this big, like, square head.
0: Yeah, square head. It's like
1: this beefy head (laughs) (laughs) soldier kind of a guy. The
0: visible gung hoster. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like it, and it has that fun. And I do like this depiction of this dutiful zombie. I love a zombie that's just about, that is stuck in this, like, loop. I think that's very interesting. And, like, one of my favorite, I think the understated favorite panels for me is the one where the Usof zombie is just standing in front of the safe. Yeah. He's not banging. He's not banging to right, get into not, the like, safe. He's not the
1: safe open. He's yeah, he, just, just, he knows that's where, it's, where it is.
0: where He's just trying to keep an eye on it. And I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. It's very understated. And I think I wanted that just, yeah, I want more of that explored. It's very fascinating to me. But, yeah, every angle. I think, I think you've praised Peter so much, and I think it deserves it. And even more so. Of his art and Dane yeah. Stewart's colors combined are just really cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, so good. Do you
0: have any favorite panels or anything?
1: I love the pouting captain. I, I really think that's great. Just like a great facial expression. Yeah, the captain was just such a fun character. Like him, his uh, imagining the zombies coming to attack them. I guess I love the bride too, that like yeah. ghost bride that... uh. Vasily, I think is the officer's name, sees as a kid.
0: <laughs>
1: but just like little stuff like throughout, you know, his anatomy's so good to me. Like I like his fucking hands and feet, little shadows, how he handles light, like Abe welding the door open. I think it looks cool. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. All
0: the little touches. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I, I think the panel with all the, the, the dead crew members is very cool. Yeah, the design of it, it does give you that like you're there with Abe thinking like oh no am I gonna is this an attack? Yeah. It's like nope, just floating body. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the panels too that are like lead up to him finding the box. That page that's sort of like a clo- like it's just obscure. It's like you're fo- you're sh- you're f- um you're following the two the
1: cord yeah this yeah.
0: And I think that's really cool. Totally. Yusef's eyes. I think that's, there's a lot of great work here. Oh, totally. Um, Visually, visually, and I think.
1: There's a little detail of the body shooting out of the porthole initially, like when Abe first opens the submarine. The officer in the front, his finger is, one joint is being held on by like a string of skin. And it's so gross, and it looks really
0: good. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Like little, little stuff like
1: that. There's like details all over the place that are like that, that just make it such a hit for me.
0: Yeah. And I, I like his Vivara. I think I love the panel yeah, where they're too. walking through the weird, the warehouse, and either like walking through an area that is like just full of like beasts. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fun. Uh, it's, she's just so evil. So perfectly yeah. evil. Totally. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say it again: young, spry, sexy Abe. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's Steve's good. i in love. I'm I'm I truly have fallen in love with Abe for the first time. <laughs> cool. I wonder. I'm very curious if we'll ever see any of these characters again or this helmet again. I'm guessing not because it's a dude that says the end, but yeah, it has cool threads to the bigger picture, which is nice.
1: They're fun characters to just have in their back pocket for if they're like, oh, we're doing a story about whatever about, or even just like bringing back a you could bring back that D agent and have that same character like. At a different time. Oh, totally. Like, yeah, I've been back in the States for a decade. I love it. Or
0: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Speaking of the States, I love that Sal's like motivation is to get. He's like, he's glad they found this because he's yeah. excited that they'll like re they'll transfer him.
1: <laughs> it's kind of a mirror of it's like a mirror of Yosef where it's like, Yeah, I'm on the ship because I have to be. I can't wait to go home. Yosef's kind of, you know, in a more like, not like regal, but like more dignified way almost than Sal. Mm -hmm. Sal's doing it in like a way that you almost read him with like a New Jersey accent or something like that, you know? Yeah. Where he's like a lunkhead. And then Yosef's doing it a little more like dutifully or whatever. (laughs) But he's doing the same thing. He's like, I want to go home. I want to finish this tour or whatever.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You've cracked the code.
1: <laughs> I think it's up. pretty out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's there.
0: Well, that's great. I again I love this art. Uh I would look at this art all day. It's mm-hmm. so pretty and clean and uh just sharp, sharp images. Good stuff. We want to hear your thoughts though, folks. Yeah. We want to hear from you, and you can share your thoughts by emailing us at crap a hellboy podcast at gmail.com. Please share your thoughts about the abyssal plane or any story we ever cover and you have thoughts about it, but please share them. Um, and then you can follow us, of course, on Instagram at Awcrap, a Hellboy podcast. And please subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a boom review. That means you give us the highest available rating. That would be five stars for Apple Podcasts. And you leave us a review starting with the word boom, B O O M. If you give us a boom review, we'll reread your review right here on the show and give you big old praise. And, you know, just send all the love your way. So please, yeah. please leave us a boom review. Uh, but before we're out of here, I don't know if I have any suggestions for today, other than I'm just uh, my brain is half here and half waiting for that Shrekathon. So go watch Shrek.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just—I mean, nobody needs a, a, a any more push to do this, but we just got Elden Ring and started playing it. I've heard I a lot about
0: that, before. but not no if anything.
1: It's like a, it's, you know, it's a, the initial challenge is is kind of a lot to get over, but it's it's like a Dark Souls kind of ish game where you're just going to have to die a lot. <laughs> but it, it, the helmet made me think of it like there's a lot of cool details like that, like neat weapons and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: The only thing on top of my head is that after seeing the recent Batman movie, I it made me want to read the Batman that I prefer and love, which is a little more funner Batman I pulled out. I would uh, highly encourage So you, you didn't
1: love. Did you not love it? The new one? No. I haven't seen it. yet. I disagree okay.
0: with all the reviews. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yeah, because a lot of people are digging it, right?
0: Yeah, it's eh, yeah. I'll tell you. We don't need to like spoil it for anybody on the on the show. If oh, they yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. That's just fine. definitely not for me. I'll talk to you later today at a trekathon about it in detail.
1: OK. <laughs> <laughs> i'll derail shrekathon to let you know
0: i'm like is this is this episode any good is it just all shrekathon and then me bitching about it, these two issues and no no <laughs> no uh the batman's it is it's just not for me it's for me the, the the quickest way to say it is to me it's the same take just a different director um i i'm ready for someone to take a bigger swing in a different way I'm just going to rewatch Batman and Robin, the
1: best Batman movie.
0: I honestly think as I know Batman and Robin is a shitty movie, but it's, you Excuse know, me,
1: Dave, what did I just say? I know what you said is the best, movie. it's the
0: best Batman. Movie. I think, I think they're, they, I think they get shit on more than they are. I think someone I needs love to, them. I want someone, I, to, I, I, I'm, I'm sincere. I know. I, I think somebody needs to go back and look at those. They don't need to redo those. Cause I don't think you could do Joel Schumacher or Tim Burton again. But I think I want some. They th- need to have Uma Thurman to- <laughs> reprise her role as Poison Ivy <laughs> okay. and,
1: be, and be Harley Quinn's fucking girlfriend. That's what they need right. to do. Okay, I'm they not going to fight put, that. They got to make gonna me that.
0: the producer. I am not going to fight that at all. <laughs> uh, I have I have many ideas of like what I would love to see a, a director like or a creative team. It doesn't have to be just a director. swing for which is more of like i just want fun back into it again sure Uh, like i that leads me to what i was i i pulled off the shelves to read and i'm reading again because i'm a huge fan of grant morrison's run of batman Mm -hmm. but he eventually gets to this really bombastic and fun place which is called batman incorporated and i (laughs) it's colorful it's fun It's it's like I want to be dropped in a world where I just think that there's a Batman that exists and villains wear costumes. I don't need to keep explaining me how in the real world this would be possible. And I'm tired of every villain. Them like the take is that the villains are the other side of the coin for Batman. Okay, like Uh so every villain's that now. Cool. Whatever. That's my that's the furthest I'm going to go. So I don't ruin it for anybody that liked it. Um, we'll talk I'll talk in detail uh to you, Kate. I'm excited to hear but, but, it. But pick up Batman Incorporated. I think it's so fun and wild and a good time. <laughs> it's where it, looks cool. Batman's it looks cool. it's cool. It's all over the world and it's silly and big, and I want that scope. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna I wanna believe Batman that, and Robin, Batman I want to watch Robin, a movie Martin where I believe just. that Batman would be part of a Justice League and not just street level, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: But cool. That's what I got. <laughs> but before we get out of here, we have one little quick segment of hell to pay. Woo! And then I put a little quick and worth it. <laughs> oh, shit. Only just because I think that's funny to say and worth it. It. this is just cool two things to call- shout out real quick the first one i'm going to shout out is bprd's omnibuses are coming we have volume one coming in august Ooh. 24th 2022 and we have volume two coming on october 19th 2022 um i don't know what exactly has collected them i didn't look at all of the details but i think these covers are freaking gorgeous I have them on the document for you, uh, Kate. Look at that. It's from the World of Hellboy, BPRD, Omnibus, Volume 1. Got some new Mignola-like covers. The first one is like a very (laughs) Mignola style has changed and will forever, I think, evolve. Yeah. Uh, Very simplistic, minimalist, Abe and Liz. And then there's a big old frog with a giant tongue sort of wrapping around them. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is, oh we have the Black Flame, we have some Roger, and we have some uh, more frogs. so It's awesome. They're very cool Mignola covers. If you're looking for that final collection of having them all, this would probably be it. Start start now, yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to call out that's coming, I'm not sure the release dates on this because I didn't look it up, but there's a new one-off coming called Hellboy and the BPRD one-off. It's called Night of the Cyclops and it's like Hellboy and Greek mythology. Um, you should check out, there is an article if you Google it or go to a multiversity, they did an interview with the co-writer slash artist Olivier Ventine. Um, and so that gets into some details about their inspirations and their fun. They're going to be having with this Greek story involving Hellboy. Um, I really, I, there's two covers they've released, for this this um one shot. And I think they're pretty cool. Co- I really like, I mean, the Mignola one's a classic Mignola. Just Hellboy in some like ruins behind him. And it looks like maybe a Cyclops' eye. Yeah. <laughs> and a bloody arrow. Hell yeah. But I'm really into, I think this is Al- Olivier Vantine. I hope that's how you pronounce it. I think this is his cover. This very Greek inspired, where you got like Hellboy- the shield. Yeah, he has, has a BPRD, like, Greek shield. He's in a toga, holding a spear. He looks very statuesque himself. <laughs> yeah. There's a goat woman behind him with, well, appears to have big nipples. <laughs> sure. Uh, Olympus behind him, towering, and then some other, like, I'm assuming Greek god. I really like this cover. I think it's really cool, clean, fun. Uh, I like his Hellboy <laughs> on this cover. I think yeah. it's really cool. Uh, it reminds yeah. me a lot of uh, Batman the Animated Series, the episodes where he had to face off against the Zeus in the tower at Go- in Gotham. Oh, right. That and the Minotaur episode where, like, I think the Riddler puts him in the Minotaur maze. Oh,
1: my God. Fucking love that show. Fucking love it, that show, dude. Me too.
0: It's so fucking cool. Um, But that's what this, this cool cover for Night of the Cyclops reminds me of. So, yeah. That's coming. Yeah. It's coming in May. This will be coming on May 25th, 2022. And this is what a just quick snippet of what the storyline is. One shot, 32 pages, May 25th. Just as he finishes up one job in Greece, Hellboy is detoured into another adventure by a goat. Join Hellboy in a strange hidden land of treachery and togas as he takes on the wrath of a jealous god. Featuring the storytelling genius of Mike Mignola and Olivier Vantine, with art by Vantine and letters by Calamoramis. The Mignola verse meets classical mythology in this new one shot. And that interview that you should check out with Olivier, I hope that's how you're saying his name, I think that's how you say it, is by Mark Tweedell. So Google that and check it out. Nice. Cool. I think it's a cool little one off that should be fun to read coming soon. But that's it for this episode. I don't know what else yeah. to say. Well done, Peter great art (laughs) yeah so good but i want to just let you know that next episode we're going to be tackling the first two issues of hellboy the storm i'm very excited for that we're back with duncan for and his great art so we'll see you next week with hellboy the storm the first two issues out of three of course and i don't know what else to say other than thank you guys for returning to the show and listening thank you and remember we love you very much. <laughs> Hello, listeners of Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast. Are you ready for a creepy promo?
1: My name is Muriel, and I love true crime.
0: I'm Nick, and I am not a fan of true crime.
1: Every week on our new podcast, Muriel's Murders, I handpick a real-life crime story that
0: I think will blow Nick's mind. Muriel is really enthusiastic about researching and telling me these stories, and boy, they are a lot. Some of them are famous. Some of them are weirdly under the radar. But all of them contain crime, violence, and murder from across history and around the globe. How does that make you feel? Nikki? Nervous. Are you ready to hear a story? No. Too bad. Here comes Muriel's Murders. So join us every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts and check out the original Muriel's Murders animations on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at Muriel's Murders. Campfire.